0: She says it's cute. Put this in so you can hear.
1: <gasps>
0: so
2: can you hear? Hi. Can you hear me, Claire? Claire? How are you? I love your sparkly scarf. Well, it's my daughter's birthday. Um. Yeah. Thank you for that. For doing that, 46 years ago. <laughs> 46 years ago. <laughs> this is really yeah.
1: this should really be a celebration for you because it, you did so. all the hard work. 11:03
2: yeah.
1: tonight.
0: 11:03 tonight. We can't say it's. I'm not 46. She's still 45. And, yes. Okay. Until eleven oh three tonight. Yeah,
1: forty six <laughs> years ago at this moment, were you in labor yet, or was it
2: my was water it quick? broke? Okay, and it was hers. <laughs> <laughs> that tracks.
1: <laughs> Look at Claire's <laughs> got
2: glitter too. We are glittery. What were you saying? <laughs> oh, I don't she was know. saying that oh. I'm also
1: sparkly. Yeah, Joy said to wear glitter, so I bought glitter for this occasion. I didn't own glitter. <laughs> <laughs> she bought glitter. All right. So, yeah. You know, I'm very dedicated to the cause.
2: Very nice.
1: Are you, what are you guys up to this weekend? Are you just hanging out <laughs> and celebrating? Yeah.
2: That's great. Yeah. I made a cake two days ago and we haven't cut it yet. Yeah, we haven't cut it. <laughs> we're going to have it for breakfast. Okay. Oh, yeah, we-, we are, right? Okay. okay. Yeah. I agree. Um,
0: tell the story too about how you didn't realize you were having twins until um, like a month before you had us.
2: <sighs> yes. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I was having some medical issues, had to go in the hospital, and uh, was there for two days, and the nurse was just so upset. She says, why are they making such a big deal about Elvis dying? And I said, <laughs> Cause Elvis died the year. Elvis like... Presley, lady, come on. I couldn't. Because I... Elvis died like a few weeks before we were born. No, so... okay. days. Oh, days before we were born. Days. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Days. So the nurse was mad about that. Yeah.
2: And so the last thing before we release you, Mrs. Sarah, we're going to do an ultrasound and see how big your baby is. You've got one big baby. They didn't know it was two. So they said, at midnight, you cannot go to the bathroom until they come and get you the next morning. Very hard, extremely hard. I mean, and they were an hour late in the morning, too. So we go, Ron comes to get me. We go downstairs. We go to the ultrasound lady and she's looking, and and I, uh, <laughs> the real story was, I have never had medical problems, so here I am in the hospital with my first pregnancy, thinking, oh, I'm going to have the freak baby of the of this century, okay? <laughs> the so, baby. she says, oh, I see two heads. I thought I was having a two-headed baby. Yeah. <laughs> that scared the crap out of me. Like... Oh yes, honestly. I didn't know that was one of the options. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so she did a couple more and she says, oh, no, you got twins coming. I says, oh, no, I don't. Oh, she said, yes, you do. <laughs> no, no, that's that's false. <laughs> no, 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 you are looking at someone else. So she took this old, little old Polaroid thing, you know, the old fashioned things and yeah. said, there's one here and there's one here. And I said, are you kidding me? And my first thought is we got to get another crib. That was like, you know. And yep. twins can come early. So their due date was October 17th, but they were they came at yeah. September 10th. Yeah. There you go. There's, there you go. Their, There's story. their story. And we drove
0: home in a yellow van with no car seats.
2: Right. In a in a buggy, you in know a buggy. the push buggy. We just oh, yeah. laid them in there, and you know I think Ron probably strapped the buggy down. Of course but, he did. Yeah,
0: of course he did. He had, they're like... just laying in there. Going, <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, have a good uh podcast, Thank guys. you, mom. Bye, hey. Claire. Bye, everybody. Me? Whoever can't see, mom. I
0: want to ask you one cool oh, question, I have to Claire. Get this out. No, you're fine. Claire asked. We were talking last week, like. Because I'm almost, like, I'm approaching 50. Yeah. Is there, because you, let's see, when you were 46, you had 16-year-olds. Did I? Well, you had us when you were 30. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay. So. I don't remember. I mean, (laughs) I think, right. right. Right now, I feel 46. Yeah. So that's how you feel at 76.
0: Yeah. You feel 46. So you continue to just feel that way. Because right. we were talking last week, like, oh, is there any advice you would give to, like, someone who's 46 continually? Like, like-
1: when, you, when you were 46, yeah. were you worried about turning 50? And what would you say no. about, like, those worries?
2: No. I was worried having two 16-year-olds. Fair. <laughs> that's exactly what <laughs> <laughs> A little preoccupied. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh look at these lovely people i, I see know. a couple of lovely people and they're probably your dedicated podcast people there wow. are
0: fun dedicated Aww. listeners and well, friends this is lovely made. yes
2: you guys have a good
0: she wants to go top.
2: now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bye
0: thank you mom you want yeah. this yeah i'll wear that you wear yes this. Do you want to,
2: does dad want to say anything?
0: Dad, uh, dad, dad will just stare into the camera. Well, what about just, Scott? Yeah, Scott's Bye, still Bye.
2: Have a good day. Have Bye. a good life, everybody. Bye.
0: Okay, Come I'm going to get the dogs out. On. One moment.
2: Come on, pups. Come on, puppies. That
1: balloon that Joy has in the background, it's not literally the same, but it is the same balloon that Edie picked out for her birthday, too.
3: Can I practically release any pressure to try <clears throat> to meet the standard that Joy's mom just set? Holy I know. cow.
1: He's the sweetest woman that's ever lived. So Joy, you your know mom what is 76 mom. feels
3: like when
0: you're 46. <laughs> yeah. Bars.
4: Yeah. <laughs> my mom is your mom. They're the two of the same women. It's oh crazy. my
0: gosh. That's so cute. I we are it. lucky. We are lucky people. We're very lucky people. Well, thank you. We're just gonna dive right in. We uh started with mom, and here we are. We have our amazing people joining us on the birthday episode. We've got incredible people in the chat. Thank you, everyone who's here who wherever you are, uh, maybe it's early. Maybe it's late. We're just glad you're here. And thank you for my video friends. So, I think Kelly and Mira, I wanted to see if I could have them join the stage at some point, but we were having some issues with the stage link. So, we will hopefully figure that out.
1: Where do we want to start? Well, if you are listening and you have no idea what's going on, today is Joy's (laughs) birthday. So, we're recording this on Sunday, September 10th, and it is Joy's 46th birthday. And we are so happy that she was born. We are here with a lot of fun people in our podcast chat. And we also have some of our favorite people who are joining on video to record with us. We have Tina, who has been on the podcast. I think the last time you were on was during COVID. It might've been. Yeah. Yeah. Tina lives in New York and she, New York City, and she is fantastic. She's Brooklyn, a stylist. Right? Brooklyn, right? Now you're in Brooklyn. Oh, you're no, not? No, no. They no, moved, in they moved like into West Burbs. West. That's yeah. right.
0: You moved yep. to the Burbs. I forgot about that. Lots of How could I forget? You have more room now.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Look at this giant living room she's sitting in. <laughs> And we have JK, who has been on several times and also has – how many podcasts do you have, JK? Two?
3: I have two. I help my son with his one. So let's call it 2.5. How's that? Okay, great. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And Kelly also just popped in, who we always talk about. Kelly and JK have a podcast together. Kelly has her own podcast. And Kelly is uh, our resident running coach who we're always talking about, who is always cheering us on in the comments for everything that we, every time we we try to go running. <laughs> so welcome <Hello>. everybody.
5: <laughs>
1: and then so of course, happy. Joy's mom just had a cameo.
0: She was really nervous. I was trying to get her to understand that like not a lot of people are going to see her. I, I don't think she believed yeah, me true. when she got here. She was like, wait a minute, there's some people staring back at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my dad would come in, but he's not a man of like many words socially. So he would just sit here and be like, Uh, how do you get that microphone stand to work the way that he'd be looking at like the engineering part of it and that would not make for good podcasting oh my gosh (laughs) yeah
1: so joy how are you feeling on the morning of your 46th birthday
0: i feel great you know last night we had the um the fundraiser for canine companions that was a blast so we stayed out like kind of late for us Um, and you
1: arguably met a talking dog
0: yeah so if you haven't i mean as of this recording maybe i'll post it again. But uh, I'll link the Instagram to this facility dog uh, on our in our in this episode show notes. But a facility dog at a school for special needs children, this teacher, social worker, taught this dog. well, let me back up. She uses an adapted pencil for children to speak because they're nonverbal, so they have to point to letters in order to communicate. Somehow, this dog picked up on it. Somehow, this dog just picked up on. What she was doing. And so now he uses it to speak. She'll say, Gregory, spell dress. And he points with his nose to the letter D. And then she has him like flip the card. He, no, he tells her you need to flip to another card because like this whole board has like certain letters on it. And if he wants her to flip to the, a different board with different letters on it, he pushes this like little red circle that says like flip the board. It's unbelievable. And then he started doing math. I didn't post this video because it was like kind of hard to see, but he, she'll say, Gregory, what's five times four? And he'll, He'll push his nose on a two and then a zero. And I'm not even kidding. I don't know how he does it. And I'm like, Jenna, are you like signaling to him? She's like, no, he just like really, he just figured it out. And he loves it. She's like, every night he wants to practice with me. And so he like makes me spring this adapted
1: pencil out. All I could think of was the part in the movie Up where Russell's like, but it's a talking dog. (laughs) It's, it's, at, at first you're kind of like,
0: uh, are you, is this for real? Like is this Right, for this real? has to be like yeah. a slate of
1: hand. Situation. This has to
0: yeah. It's Slight truly it's truly unreal. So that was a blast. It was really fun. We had a really good turnout. We bid on there was this really cool almost looks like this wooden thing that my dad made but it has like a big lab burned into it. So we won that. And then we also won a huge like gift basket from Canon Companions with like a Canon Companions backpack and mugs and a dish. But yeah, it was really, really fun. So this morning I'm feeling good. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I'm 46. Here we are. It's fun. Birthdays are so fun. I'm like thinking what I want to do today. My parents are going to be here for a little bit this morning. We'll have some cake for breakfast. Um, My mom made an amazing birthday cake. But we just haven't had the time to. Friday night we had dinner at Edgewater, and then yesterday was so busy that we didn't get to the cake. And then, of course, like last night was our event, so we didn't have time to cut the cake yet. But that's okay. We'll still sing Happy Birthday and have cake for breakfast.
1: So let's talk to our friends who've joined us. Yay, friends! Live in real live from uh, live from New York. One person is live from New York, actually. (laughs) Um, Live from from outer space. You guys can um, just jostle for positioning here. How do birthdays feel? For you guys, right? Do they make you excited or do you dread them? Are you like neutral? I feel like there's a wide range, and some people are like, I don't even really know how old I am. Let's say you start with that. In this moment right now, could you tell me without thinking how old you are? 48. <laughs> there you
6: go. My birthday was last weekend, so I'm 33. Happy late birthday. Thanks.
3: And then mine was a few days before Kelly's, so I'm 45.
6: That's oh right. My gosh, yeah. this is amazing. We That's have right. all the best birthdays here.
4: Do you (laughs) know when's your birthday? August,
1: so not too long ago. So I keep thinking I'm
4: 47, but I'm actually 48 now.
1: (laughs) Well, happy birthday to all of you guys. Yeah, are you excited by birthdays? Do they bum you out? How do you feel? I'm
4: indifferent. I really like... I enjoy it when people say happy birthday to me or we go out to dinner or something like that. But I'm not that person that spends the entire month nor the entire week. And I usually don't tell anyone it's my birthday. So if you happen to know, great. If not, I don't make a big deal out of it.
0: Oh, that's so funny. Everyone knows it's my birthday. <laughs> and it's and like, I'm a
4: Leo, so it's surprising. <laughs> uh,
0: well, because I will be at the grocery store and I'll be like, it's my birthday tomorrow. And everyone's like, happy birthday. <laughs> Like last night at the at the event, I was talking to people like it's my birthday tomorrow. <laughs> I just have it like plastered on my forehead.
6: I just love birthdays. It's so fun. I'm the same as you, Joy. On our podcast, I've been talking about our joint birthdays forever, and JK's like, I don't care about my birthday. But I'm like, but this is our birthday episode. We have to talk about it. And every year for my birthday, well, the past two years, I do a running challenge, something to do with my age. So this year, I ran 33 miles over three days. So I like fun little challenges. I mean, I think it needs to be said I am the youngest here, so maybe this will change once I'm in my 40s, but I love birthdays.
0: Tina, really quick, too, and we'll circle through everyone. I want you to talk about any – I don't know if I want to call it like life advice. I don't want to be like advice <laughs> call me, but just things that you find that inspire you wisdom-wise or things that people have passed down to you. Like when my mom was in here, she's like, I wasn't even thinking about my, my age. I was trying to keep two 16-year-olds alive. <laughs> like. How are you living your life right now?
4: I mean, I live my life the way I've... Somehow I'm sliding into 50 and I don't even really know how it happened. It's so wild to me. And I say this to my girlfriends all the time who are also about to turn 50. And we're like, we just like woke up one day and we're like, hey, we're almost 50. And I think I... I don't know maybe it's because I don't have kids that I just I still feel like a 25 year old and pretty much everyone I work with is younger than me and my best friend is also like 35 so it's just funny because I like surround myself with younger people for whatever reason even Marcos is seven years younger than me so I think that's telling as to how I feel about age I feel like yes I'm 48 years old but I whatever that whatever that is I don't feel that like like Like, I just feel like I have so much youth. Like, I just like, I'm like, I'm like, not an adult. Like, when am I going to become an adult?
0: (laughs) Well, my mom even said, she's like, I'm 76. And I just feel 40. Like, it it was a really good reminder that we will constantly feel the biological age of 46 or 47 or 50, whatever. That is kind of the social messaging of like, we should be aging. And therefore, our bones are deteriorating. And our minds are (laughs) deteriorating. And it's like, let's not do that. Let's just flip that script, everyone, because that's just going to continue to happen. We had a 76-year-old woman in here a few minutes ago that was like, I don't even like, rec- I don't know. And my dad, who's 82, zipping around every single day, just like he's a 25-year-old.
1: JK, I'm curious for you. Do you feel like there is as much, obviously the four other women on the, on the line right now, there's a lot of societal messaging for us around like fearing aging. Do you get that?
3: Yes, in a different way though. So ironically, but maybe not, I just went back and listened. I was on a walk and I just randomly was... Like, man, I let me go pull up some old thing that I have on a playlist. Like, I save some podcasts here and there. And I re-listened to this episode of a podcast that had a snippet from Brene Brown. And she, in the talk that she was giving, one of the things that she talked about is, like, the way that things are marketed from a standpoint of aging, how different they're marketed towards women versus men. So, so ironic that you would, like, ask me that question specifically because there's this there's this whole messaging to women that's really, really from my perspective, I guess, seems to be geared towards like the aesthetic and how you look and your body composition and your weight. And then, you know, the beauty industry, like completely is like targeting pain points or perceived pain points that they're potentially even making up towards women. And then towards men, it's all about like, I mean, we're all adults here. It's all about like, your erectile dysfunction, and are you still going to be strong? Are you still going to be the man to take care of you know whoever? Like all this stuff, it's so very interesting. So, yes, I do, and it's also I think just in a, a different way. Really,
1: right? It's more like about you're like your virility. Can you maintain oh, it?
3: Hence. <laughs> yeah, hands down. So, you know, like
1: Because
0: you're dating all these younger women.
1: Right. You know? Because you like, can't yeah, these fifty year olds are not hot enough for you anymore well, no because they I are mean, not using the right eye cream.
3: My my wife is younger than me, I must say. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's just uh, it is very interesting when your eyes start to open towards like what I think about is as I do get a year more experienced. When I think about the things that I'm, quote unquote, like concerned about or worried about, I'm like, is that is that me? Am I am I the one who's actually worried about those things or am I reacting to a message that's being pounded into my head here and then just trying to go forward from there?
1: I think that's interesting because like it's really just about maintaining the standard of whatever you were when you were like 22. Like for some reason, you know, in your 20s, why are we all trying to get back to that? Or why are we all trying to maintain that? I think it's so interesting. Like we've been hearing from folks over the last couple of weeks and I've started to pay more attention over the last couple of years really to like the stories that we hear from older – from people as they age. I don't want to say from older people. From people as they age, I would say 99% of the time the stories are like, this is great. You gain so much confidence. You stop worrying about what other people think. You like finally can kind of come – like grow into your own self as you age. And yet we're so terrified of of like looking or acting older. I There's also that tweet that went viral several years ago that was like anytime – or sometimes I think I still feel like I'm in my 20s, but then I hang out with people in, my, in their 20s and I'm like, nope, I'm not in my 20s. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like last night when I was at that event, there's a lot of college kids that are there to like that are college puppy raisers. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, they're so young. And they're definitely in their 20s. Or like not even some of them are like 19. And I'm just like, yeah, that there's a difference. But I do believe aging is a privilege. Yes, that's Cheryl Sandberg, that we are very blessed to kind of gain friends and people and experiences along the way. Before we cycle through people, because I do want to talk a little bit more about life advice, age advice with JK, with Kelly, I want to bring Mira on the stage. I want to do my fun little game from a game of storytelling. So Tina, why don't you start us off with a time when failure was not an option? I'm going to ask everybody this question.
2: Ooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like a light well, question to start you off because that's like, who
0: i am you know remember when i was like the deep question person at the end Even of jk
1: like... is laughing and he
0: loves yeah. deep questions he does I,
4: I think i needed like um you to send me this
2: question nope beforehand. go
0: i want you to go with your first instinct when failing because i'll tell like i'll give you an example of what came to mind for me yeah <laughs> please this was this is something really <laughs> silly okay i'm not going serious with it But for me, I think of a hero workout where I'm like, failure is not an option here. I will not quit. Like, I won't quit. So I could, if we had hours to talk about this, sure, I could talk about times when I was in grad school and I stayed up all night because I had three three papers to write (laughs) before 8 a.m. the next day.
4: You know, okay, but, yeah. uh, I, I will give you one. I okay, go. It's funny because it, it is like about an exercise thing. But I remember specifically, I was turning 30 years old and I told myself I was going to run, I don't know, I think it was like five miles or something like that on the treadmill. And I was like, it was like, you cannot stop. You have to do this. And I don't know why like 30 just felt like such a big deal, like turning 30, being able to run this five miles. But I specifically remember doing that and I would not let myself not do it.
0: <laughs> you just made up your mind and I love that. I, just,
4: yeah, I was just do. like, I'm yeah. going
1: to do this and I'm going to finish it.
0: Yep. Perfect.
7: Lovely. Can I
1: just quickly say, I feel like the people who are in on this in this podcast room right now, between JK, Kelly and Tina are probably three of the people who, when I think of like people who, and this is a perception that I have of you that you may disagree with, that you three are probably some of the first people who come to mind when I think of like, who do I know who would like do this to themselves, make a really hard physical goal and not allow themselves to deviate from it. I meant to say that with more love, but it came out how it came out. (laughs) I'll take it.
0: Yeah. I feel like
3: that's a completely fair assessment. (laughs) I think you're dead on. And,
1: and joy, obviously. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's so irrational sometimes where I'm like, I will not stop or change or whatever. I don't know. Blessing and a curse. Okay. JK, you're up next.
3: Am I answering that same question?
0: Do the same one. Yes, Mira's here. Okay. Yeah, okay. do the same one.
3: Then I'll be completely transparent and go with what came to mind when you asked that question versus like some prepared thing. First thing that came to mind, I can't fail. Um, or I'm not quitting. When I found out we were having Ava, I'll be straight up with you. So for uh, for context, yeah. um, Ava is our oldest. She's who she's 17 and a senior in high school. And when my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, let me know that we were having a baby, that's immediately what popped into my head was okay, no, no quitting, no nothing. Like that's that's just not an option. I don't know if that's necessarily the direction we were looking at. And that's, that is. There are
0: no f- rules in this <laughs> question. That's a great one. That's a great one. Yeah.
3: yeah. That was the, the first thing that came, came to mind for, for me was that was potentially the first time in my life that I was just like, okay, I'm not quitting no matter what. Yeah.
1: I think I always say that parenting or deciding to become a parent is the, pretty much the only decision in life that you can't undo. Mm. Like. Pretty much everything else, you can change your circumstances. Whether it's your where you live, the job, you, and, uh, almost everything else that I would say contributes to your identity in a similar way, like your your relationships, your job, your hobbies, your I mean, degree. You know, anything you can you can decide. You know what, this isn't working. I'm going to go do something else. But having kids, some people do that. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if those people really still ever are fully disconnected from what that means. So I think that's a, a perfect example. Because yeah, it's kind of one of the things where you're like, all right, if I'm going to do this, it's it's a pass fail situation when you make that decision.
3: Yeah, very, very well stated. And I'd be lying if I if I didn't say that wanting to make sure that I wasn't perpetuating some sort of ridiculous stereotype that black men don't take care of their children was not involved in that very straight up, mm-hmm. like involved in in the lives of their children. Like that was a very, very, very big thing to me. So no matter what the circumstances were, because at at that time, again, Emily and I were dating, we were not married, we were not engaged at that time. And I just remember, Again, I was just like, no, no matter which direction this thing goes, as far as our relationship, one thing that I will, I will not fail on is I, I will be here. We'll figure that out. so
1: And now you're co-hosting a podcast with your son. so:
3: <laughs> Yeah, and fun fact, my son was born on my birthday. So Mason and I have the same birthday, too.
1: That is a fun fact. Is that fun for him, though? Or does he feel like...
3: It it is fun for him because Kelly's right, and we did talk about this on our podcast. One of the best things that ever happened was the fact that I could take more attention away from my birthday and direct it all towards him. So I am more than happy to not even acknowledge that it's my birthday. So yeah, it was great. I loved
0: so it. So next year we're all gonna have a podcast. We're just gonna do the same thing on JK's birthday, and we're just gonna talk all about your birthday. <laughs> and Tina too. We're gonna do it for Tina. <laughs>
3: and I'm just gonna bring Mace with me and have him sit on my lap while you guys. Are- well, he'll be 12 at that point. I don't know if he wants to do that. <laughs> yeah. He's like
1: dad. I- Before Kelly gets this question, I just had a theory pop into my head. Joy, I wonder this isn't this is is not the direction that I took this in my life, but I wonder if being a twin has made you feel like as you've gotten older, like you really wanna like people to know it's your birthday. Did you feel like grumpy about having to share your birthday Never. when you were a kid? Did you? Oh, really? I don't think I did, but I also am not the type of person who even, who now, I, like, tell a lot of people it's my birthday. Uh huh. Okay. I just had a hypothesis. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't feel grumpy because when I was growing up, in case you guys are listening and you don't know, Joy and I both have twin brothers. This comes up not irregularly, but people are still always people shocked. People are always when we shocked.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I liked it because when I was in like middle school, we were allowed to have co-ed sleepovers and high school. Which is the best. For birthday yeah. parties. And it was very strategic. My brother and I would get together and be like, all right, you got to invite my crush and I'll invite your yes, crush. Yes, we did that too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Totally. We totally did. It was so great having a twin brother for that reason because I'd be like, okay, find out about so-and-so. But I also was never like aware of it because that's all I knew. So I didn't have any other siblings. Right.
1: I don't know. I had other siblings, but maybe because they were so much older. I don't know if I've given the rundown of my immediate family on the podcast ever. Have I? It's a trip. (laughs) It'll take a long time. (laughs) But suffice to say, I I grew up with two half-brothers and then halfway through my life, I gained – Three other stepbrothers and a stepbrother and a stepsister. And then a few years later, that the stepbrother and stepsister left the scene and I got two other stepsisters and their stepbrother. So my immediate family is just a whole situation. My dad has been married five times and my mom's been married three times. So there's just like a lot of sibling shuffling going on. But I have no first cousins, is another fun fact. But, I, but all the, those other siblings that I just listed, the ones I grew up with, my half-brothers, are significantly older than me. So maybe I just like – it was a wholly different thing. Anyway. All right, Kelly.
6: Well, going after JK is very hard with that very serious and in-depth answer. <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was something physical, but I feel like there's like too many things <laughs> that I've done that are physical to choose one. So then the next thing that came to my mind is very you know topical. Because this year I quit my full-time job to go coaching full-time and it feels like my business is something that cannot fail because I don't want to go back to corporate ever if I don't have to. So I'm in it right now.
0: That is like a real leap and the net will appear situation.
1: Okay. I hate that phrase and we've talked about this before and I'm going to tell you why.
0: Yeah. Remind me. I think
1: – I think Because that was what like sh- one
0: of my favorite sayings when I was in my 20s.
1: Because I think what it should be is leap and you'll make the net. Like the net doesn't appear – I think it's misleading because like when you leap, it's not like miraculously a net appears underneath you. I feel like you leap and you like grab your knitting needles and as you're falling, you're like, (laughs) you know, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? urgently knitting the net to go underneath you. I just feel like leaping the net appears is a little too See, I take it as squishy.
0: I I cuz I like to look at spiritual things when I'm really struggling. So when I was unemployed when I left that really nasty situation of a job, I was so distraught that I couldn't think of doing anything because I was so lost. And so I turned it into a spiritual realm of I have to just have faith that something, not in a, not in like a wooey. I'm just going to sit around and watch reality TV, which I did a lot of. And then something's just going to magically appear in my lap. But it was more of like, I'm going to move forward, trust that the right thing will reveal itself to me. And I know not everyone thinks that way, but that is just, I was so down that I had to live there. I remember listening every single day. To almost like a horoscope podcast or like those Abraham Hicks recordings about like the universe and things coming to you. I was living in that world because if like, I didn't, um, I would like fall Esther and Jerry Hicks they'd like they'd manifesting be, like, the manifesting people yeah, I had to just live there because I was so freaked out. It's not that I was just like sitting around waiting for something to miraculously happen because like now if I was to listen to those things I'm like not in a space I'm not in like a desperate space to like, need that. But I get what you're saying, too, of just like, it could be misleading for people to just be like, well, you know, those things when Brene Brown talks about how she never wants people to just or even Liz Gilbert, they're like, don't like move to a different country and like, throw caution to the wind and leave your job, like have a little bit of some sort of plan.
1: Don't just eat, pray, love it. Don't just eat, pray, love it. (laughs) Like arguably even in Eat, Pray, Love, a detail that she doesn't talk about that much is that she, that trip was paid for by a book contract. Like she was like there for a job. She didn't just like take off to go, you know, do yoga in India for no reason. Yeah, I think what I'm more getting at or what I am getting at also is that when you're in that moment, in that phase of your life, if you ever have to make a decision like that or – if you ever do make a decision like that, it's not relaxing, is not the right word. It's definitely not relaxing. It's hard to have faith that something that like you're going to have a soft landing. And I feel like the net appearing invokes this feel, this like sense of, you know, I'm thinking of like when you see people practicing trapeze and they land in this big, wonderful, like soft net. And that's not how it feels. <laughs> no, no. Now let's take a quick break for a couple of important
0: announcements. First and foremost, I want to give a shout out to Dee Goldstein. She is a longtime listener of the podcast. Her birthday was September 11th and she's turning or she turned 37. She's been a longtime listener and she reached out to us and was like, you know what? I've had a really rough patch lately and it would just make my day. If you could shout me out on the podcast and say happy birthday and wish me all the good luck for getting out of this rough patch. So listeners, send D some love and support. Hey, if you need a shout out, if you're going through a rough patch, I'm happy to do this. We love you, D. Thank you for being such a dedicated listener since the Girls Gone Wild days. Really appreciate you. Next, I want to tell you about our new sponsor. You know, we work with wonderful people and wonderful brands. We met the owner, Helen. We did a one-on-one with her and she was just incredible. We're like, we want to work with you. Her products are incredible. So you've heard about great hair care, but this isn't hair care. It's scalp care. And when we met with Helen, she busted all of these myths. She was like, there's a lot of messaging out there that we shouldn't be washing our hair every single day. And she's like, actually, you should wash your hair every single day because if your scalp is all built up, then your hair is not going to be healthy. It's a trichologist developed product. Helen is the trichologist, the expert who specializes in holistic scalp health. Clinical study by Princeton Lab shows the routine removes 95% of buildup from scalp and hair. For those that work out a ton, it's really important to remove sweat and buildup from the scalp in order to keep the best environment for healthy hair growth and avoid any scalp conditions. 50% of people suffer from hair concerns. 50% of people experience hair loss before the age of 40 you get the message, take care of your scalp. You probably know your skin type, but do you know your scalp type? If you have oily face, you probably have oily roots. You can take their two-minute scalp quiz to find out what type of scalp you have and which products will work best for you. You'll receive a personalized report with recommendations on how to care for your scalp. Their products are incredible. I have personally tried them and I am so far really loving them. They're very easy to use. It feels like an extra little luxury that you're taking care of yourself. And quite honestly, I'm so Glad that she busted the myth about washing your hair more often because I really like to wash my hair. So this just makes me feel very validated. Thank you, Helen. You can take the quiz at actandacre.com to customize your scalp routine. That's A C T A N D A C R E.com. We will also link this directly in the show notes. Actandacre.com and you can get a discount using code JOY20. That's J O Y 20 for 20% off your order. Thank you so much. Much for supporting the podcast. By supporting these sponsors, you are supporting us, and we love you for it. All right, now back to the show.
1: Okay, Mira has joined us. Mira, Mira! we're so we can't see your face, but we're hi, so
5: happy I are here. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, yes. Hi, Mira. I'm so bummed. I have glitter on my face. <laughs> we can't even see it. We're gonna feel have it. to text
0: text us a photo. We can totally feel I it.
5: Will. It's so good to talk to you. On your birthday. I know. I'm so excited.
0: So tell everyone where you're from and what you're doing these days because you've been all over the place. Let's
1: start with where are you currently living? Yes. Speaking of leaving the country without a job.
5: Yeah. yeah. So now I live in the Netherlands. Um, I'm in The Hague and I work at a school here. Before this, I lived in Austria and uh, that was my failure is not an option moving from situation. (laughs) And before that, I was in Japan. And before that, I was in Sweden, uh, Geneva, Switzerland, Australia. And yeah, my elevator pitch or my elevator version is that I am originally Ugandan, officially Australian, but the greater Geneva area is home. Oh, and I'm culturally American. That's why I speak like this.
1: We are so glad you were able to join us. I'm sure everybody recognizes your name. We bring you up all the time. You're you're a Staple in the chat, you have been part of our community for so long, and we're so happy that you have been, and we're so excited that you're joining us for Joy's birthday.
5: Me too. I love birthdays. I'm famous for birthdays, and they are the best day of the year, and I do not understand why people don't like their own birthday.
0: Mira is scared to lay down the law. That
2: is the one day. Tina, J.K., pay attention.
5: <laughs> it's the one day of the year that is just for you. And yeah, if you have a, if you have a twin, then of course, yeah, you have to share it with them. But that's like sharing it with like another person in the world. If they just happen to live with you. They're just there incidentally. They're yeah. important in the equation. Yeah, <laughs> that's how probability that's, worked out. That's They're fair. Just there.
0: I I do have to shout out my twin brother really quick because he and everyone in the chat, I don't know if you can see this, but he was just pinned Colonel. He got his promotion uh, like a week ago. Everyone who's in the military may know this, but now he was Colonel Zara and I could not be more proud of him. This is one of those things where you're just like, how are we related? (laughs) you are so smart and you're so cool and you're so badass but uh shout out to my brother because he he doesn't even know what a podcast is like I still don't think he understands like what I do for someone who literally works on jets and flies jets for a living and probably does a lot of other things that I don't understand he's always he's like phones iphones texting podcasts no idea it's so funny But anyway, let's move on to Mira's life advice, birthday advice, and or just, you know, what do you want to say to the world uh, about aging and your life experience?
5: Uh, Yeah, Uh, I've been thinking a lot about this over the past week. (laughs) But one of the things that I would advise people to do is just enjoy it because it just keeps getting better and better. And I mean, yeah, like we all have challenges and stuff. The more I go through life, the more I realize that if we don't actually take time to enjoy it, then it's just going to pass us by. And like I'm already 38 and so much time has passed by. And I look back and there's so many things that just stand out that have been so much fun or just really powerful. And all of those times have been when I've just been like, let me, let me enjoy this. So yeah, that's my advice. Enjoy the process.
0: And Mira, you've lived in so many different places. Do you feel like there's different cultures or values in all the places you've lived that, I don't know, that have really stuck with you? Yeah. Which and Um, what are those?
5: Well, I would say basically everywhere that's not America, (laughs) um, really, to varying degrees, uh, really values having a life outside of work. I just learned a few months ago that you guys have to earn your vacation and you only get two weeks. I already knew the two weeks thing, but having to earn that, and I know it's true in other organizations around the world, but it's not just limited to two weeks. In where I live right now, there's like a really, like most people work part-time there's a huge emphasis on family for example the dutch are really good at just being like that's work and this is life and there's a clear separation between the two and so uh that's my biggest the biggest thing that i've observed that people outside unfortunately of the i don't know what do they call it the grind hustle culture capitalism all of that (laughs) there is a huge emphasis on on living your life. And yeah, that's what I've observed. That's what I'm trying to do. I fail frequently, but try. Are there any
1: places that you've lived where you feel like they nail it on birthday
5: celebrations? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) But that's because I have very high, very, very high standards. I did work with somebody when I lived in Sweden and actually she's working with me again here in the Netherlands who absolutely loved birthdays and she would celebrate all of our birthdays and our half birthdays. We would have to wear like a big button and a sash and a tiara. And that's the only, and that's just one person. And that's the only person I've ever met who not only has matched, but exceeded my birthday expectations. In the past two places that I lived, you've had to like buy a cake for everybody to share it. And I don't believe in that because why would I buy other people cake for my birthday? (laughs) They should be buying you cake. I agree with that. Yeah. So I've yet to find the ideal birthday culture.
1: You've been lived all around the world and no one has lived up to your standards.
0: yet. I I think we should, Mira, you and I should start a company and it's just the birthday celebration travel company. We're just going to host big birthday parties and travel around on a plane and just like celebrate people to the fullest extent and give them like their most extreme birthday celebration ever, whether they like it or not. We're going to fly around surprising people on their birthdays and forcing them to celebrate. That's what the difference is going to be.
5: I am so down with that.
1: You will celebrate your birthday and you will like it. You will like it
0: because you are here and you're alive. But yeah, it's hard to when you were talking about like living your life to the fullest. I was thinking about that today. Because it's like, we can make all these promises around living your life to the fullest and not worrying and not sweating the small stuff. But it's really hard to, it's hard to like live in that living all out all the time. You can't I don't think that's like totally realistic. But no. it's good to kind of it's good to keep reminding ourselves of that.
5: Yeah. And like last year, when I was moving, you know, every time I've moved, I have thought it's just been chaotic, but it always works out. And so last year I found myself like going down the same path. Like, is this going to happen? What about this? And then this has to happen. And then I just stopped and I was like, I just laughed because I realized it works out. It always works out.
0: So just
5: enjoy it.
0: Yeah, it somehow does. Bonnie in the chat says, just turned 51 last week. The best is here and yet to come. I am loving my life in a whole new way now. Kids moved out, new job, considering where to travel. Love and it,
1: love it. For folks who are in the chat, here's Mira in her glitter. Oh!
0: <gasps> such a good like
1: glitter around the eye i hope you yeah, wear that all day perfect <laughs> glitter placement and she's got a pink tank top on mira your glitter our glitter is very similar you can't really yeah, see it but i can uh, see I claire's claire's is
0: very much like around
5: the eye yeah i, I didn't go on, this morning, on too. amazon as well
1: i got mine from zara zara, oh,
5: that's zara? Your zara glitter? yes it's the zara glitter thank you for remembering <laughs> 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 I also wore this uh, tank top because it's super hot here, and uh, but I also figured like I would show my power shoulders off too. Heck like, yeah! And- I'm I'm channeling my inner joy.
0: Yes. Oh, you guys are the best. That's the best. I'm wearing my Taylor Swift era's sweatshirt um, with a glitter scarf that my, or a sequence scarf my mom brought in. And I do have glitter on my eyes, but you can't really see it in here. I was going to do the around the eye thing too, but then I was like, maybe later, maybe after we hang out. I should have just doused myself in glitter. Who are we kidding?
1: Joy, who do you want to ask next about birthday advice? (sighs) Okay, let's see. How about, did Kelly, did you go? On
6: birthday advice? No, I have not gone. Okay, let's um, hear it.
0: Pumpkin is in her lap. Pumpkin okay. the cat has joined. Pumpkin may eat he's, the cord. He's perfect for
6: may him. Hi, Pumpkin, even though you don't like anyone but Kelly. He is obsessed with me. Well, when you first said you wanted life advice from me, I was like, why? Because <laughs> I feel like I'm so young. Um, not saying that y'all aren't, but you know, I feel no, like I know I was, what you mean. Like sometimes yeah. you assume
0: like people older than you are like the ones that should be giving the advice. And I think like everyone has such different life experiences. I want to hear all of it.
6: So I feel like I'm in the time where I'm just trying to be more present. Everyone says that as you get older, it gets better. And I feel like I'm in the middle of that because I'm 33, so still early 30s and can confirm going to my 30s was better than my 20s. So I'm just like really looking forward to later in life because everyone says it keeps getting better. But I'm also trying to just stay present. I think just figuring out more of what I like and sticking to that. I'm like you, Joy. I like reality TV. I want to sit on my couch and do that a lot. I like running, obviously. Um, I want to go to bed at 9. I don't want to go out with you at 10 p.m. (laughs) So just like fully embracing what I like and like not feeling sorry about it.
0: I think that is a great way to live. I think one of the things that I lived for a long time was feeling guilty about the things you liked or didn't like, or being called Cinderella when I was going out because they're like, Joy always leaves before midnight. Because I was like, I had shit to do in the morning. I don't want to be tired tomorrow. Yeah. So I think that is such a great reminder because there's still times where I'm like, why am I like this? I'm like, because I am. Because that's just who I am. <laughs> Mira, I didn't you alluded to this, but I want to hear a little bit more about your um, not accepting failure, um, or like failure wasn't an option. You alluded to that speak to that that time in your life.
5: Uh, Yeah, so uh, I think uh, 2021, I moved to Austria from Japan and I moved to Austria because I wanted to be back in Europe. For those of you who are also teachers, I landed at a school where on the very first day I was like, "Uh, what is this? (laughs) And things progressively got worse and worse, and I could not keep my head down and just keep going. Um, And I found an opportunity, and I went for it. I had to shoot my shot, and then I realized that My shot was going to land and there was a high chance that my shot was going to land. And I did everything um, in my power. I don't know if I'll ever have another interview process like this again, but there were three interviews. And by the end of the third one, I was like, I was at such peace because I knew that I did everything that I could and I did everything to such a high standard that if I failure was not going to happen because I had to get out of there. So that's where it was not an option. Um, I was leaving and it was whether or not I had a job or not. I mean, I needed one. So that worked out. But I was a little desperate. But that's okay.
0: I think we can all relate to that. That's really cool. Thank you for sharing that. No worries. JK, let's see what else. I wanted to ask you a question too of like, you look surprised. First of all, how's the biz going? How's work going with like your two? Cause Kelly and JK have a podcast. You've still got your help me understand podcast. How are things going with that?
3: Uh, Well, on all accounts, there's this, uh, somebody said it and I wish I could attribute it to the correct person she was talking about asking, like reaching out to somebody and asking them to do something or make plans. And they just said, you know, I I can't right now because my plate is as full as I want it to be. And I completely, I I emphatically co-sign and then want to take that phrase. And I remember it all the time. And that's how I think about things from how business is going. So when people ask, Hey, how's business or how's life and different things like that, I can remember a time where the immediate response would just be like, Oh dude, I'm, I'm so busy, but, or I'm, you know, things are really crazy, but, and now I've really just really, man, I hate that phrase leaned into, but, and, uh, I've Ooh, really, you don't like
0: leaned in. Uh, no. Uh, oh, Claire doesn't like I've, it either. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I'm interested. I have,
3: I have embraced and reconnected with, I'm getting, I'm literally getting everything that I've prayed for. I'm getting all of it. Am I getting it at the pace that I want or that I thought would be able to handle, hell no at all <laughs> and this is what i've asked for so my plate is as full as i'd like it to be and um things are things are good
0: my plate is as full as i want it to be which mm-hmm. makes me feel a little bit like ooh, that's a good reminder sometimes i'll be like oh, i gotta add more because i need to feel busy and hustle and all that crap claire why don't you like lean in jk why don't you like lean in i want like to hear both <laughs> of you
1: it feels I, it, again, like I think it's kind of oversimplified. I also think I, – I have a problem – kind of similar to the net appears. I have a problem with phrases that make things sound like it's going to be easier than it is. Leaning um, in sounds so benign. It's so like, just lean in. It's so easy. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. And it's like, this is actually <laughs> what is required of you – in order to quote unquote, lean in is often very uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. often requires you to put yourself in spaces where there may not be a place for you. And you may have to carve one out, you may have to build your own chair to sit at that table. You know, I think of it specifically in like the – is it Sharon Sandberg? Oh, did I say Cheryl?
6: Cheryl. I I think it is Is Cheryl. It is Cheryl.
1: Thank you. Cheryl, Sharon. They're right next to each other in my brain, like just a little holding hands. Cheryl Sandberg, like, you know, how she was like, you just got to lean in. It's like this is – there is no just lean in. Like it's – that's such a big ask. It's such a big process. It requires so much like self-awareness, so much willingness to step into discomfort that I just think that that phrase – makes it sound so cute and so effortless when it really is neither of those things remotely. So like sort of like similar to the jump leap in the net will appear saying, I just think it discounts what you actually go through. And it sets people up for failure by making them think this is going to be a simple thing and all you have to do is just lean in when in reality, you know, connecting with something or like, I I don't know what else I would prefer, but something that invokes difficulty (laughs) Maybe also cuz it like makes me think I'm about to get hugged and no thank you. Why don't you like it? JK.
3: From my perspective, where I'm often, often finding it coming up is in conversations with clients where we're really talking about uncomfortable situations, new scenarios, different things like that. They tend to take a lean in as like kind of like dip my toe in the water and not fully committing to something. And so I, I prefer more of that, that idea, more of like go. I think somebody in the chat put something like full send, like that sort of thing. It's like, don't dip your toe in like jump in like let's let's go it, it's kind of like the the stoic philosophy like the obstacle is the way like the only way is the only way out is through like let's go and lean in again just in the the conversations that i tend to have where it does come up it's still more of a like okay i'll sign up for the 30 day trial on this particular habit change versus i'm going to move forward like when kelly was talking about making that shift into coaching. She, she's not like dipping her toe in it. She made a a final decision and she is moving forward and that's it. Like there is no turning back and you, you just, you gotta figure out a way to make it happen. So that, I think that's, that's me. I think you can really think of a lot of different phrases that some people are like, like have a, a visceral reaction to, and then they can relate it specifically Too Like, well, I know this person that used to say this and man, like, I really didn't like that person. So that, you know, so there's so many, (laughs) there's so many, it's like the phrase, it is what it is. That's a hot button one too. I love that phrase. And I also routinely am given the feedback, like, could you stop saying that because it isn't just what it is. And then I do the, well, help me understand why you don't like that. (laughs) And then there we
1: go. Oh, I love it. Do you you think there are people in your life who are triggered by it? Help me understand.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I know there are because they've given me that <laughs> feedback. They're like, Don't you help me
1: understand me. Help me understand I, that. Like, I also that just phrase. said one that I hate which is triggered. It's <laughs> just, I also <laughs>
0: hate vulnerability because I feel like it's so overused. Everyone's like, Let's just get vulnerable and like stop.
2: <sighs>
1: stop yeah. it. Now stop. I don't want to. Thank you.
0: Awkward turtle. Awkward turtle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hi Heather. Heather just popped into the stage. Heather is on a walk, it looks like.
0: Heather's the one, the owner of the blonde wig. To my, yes. Is that my, yes, the blonde wig.
1: Yes. And I still have I'm, that, by the way. I need to give it up yes. to you. <laughs> hey,
7: hey. Oh, did that work? There. Yeah. I had to make myself the centerpiece for everybody to be able to unmute, and I apologize.
0: <laughs> it's fine. I'll uh, cut it out. No one will know. <laughs>
7: Perfect. Um, I'm actually on Lake Dillon in Frisco right now on like a work camping trip. And so I've got Rita with me. I don't know necessarily how to like put my camera around to make you see the lake. I guess I could just like turn.
0: There we go. That's but, beautiful. Oh my gosh. I wish yeah. everyone could see this. It's just the most so. beautiful thing you've ever seen.
1: And can you please show us Rita just for a hot sec? Yeah. Rita oh my gosh! Stop it. Okay, you
0: guys. The cutest w-
1: dog. Puppy coat.
0: Hi, Rita. <laughs> Rita. This is why people need to be in the chat because you get really cute dogs and lakes and amazing humans and sequins. Oh, gosh. Okay, Heather, what do you got for us? (laughs)
7: I just wanted to share a happy birthday. I'm sorry I forgot to wear the glitter, but I did want to make sure that I made it in. I actually missed what the prompt was because I was camping and was like, oh my gosh, I'm late for Joy's birthday. So um, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. If there is like real conversations going on, I apologize. No, that's no, perfect.
1: Really just like, how do you feel about birthdays? Do you have any... Oh. Profound thoughts around like aging or getting older, or how does how does it how do you think about it?
7: Absolutely. So this past year I read a book that was called You Don't Look Your Age. I will have to look up the author for it. I apologize. I don't remember her name. But the first chapter was probably the most profound. It was this woman who worked in New York City and was like reaching her late 40s and was like, I think I need to get some plastic surgery. I need to look younger. So she got like a facelift, she got some fillers, she got some Botox. She went back to work after two weeks. She like took two weeks off, went back to work. And there was a new person in the office and the new girl was like 22, 23. And they were chatting and the woman had said like, yeah, I'm 22. I just graduated. And then the author was like, how old do you think I am? And the girl was like, I don't know, maybe 49, 50. In her 50s, probably my mom's age. And the author was like, I just spent 20K on like a facelift. And it was completely pointless because if you ask someone in their 20s, they don't think I look 38. They think I look my age. So anyone that says you don't look your age, like they're trying to be nice. They're, they're trying to say you look spry and you look great and you're great for who you are, but also don't worry about not looking your age and like no amount of like the fakey boys will fix it for you. So, um, embrace it. And it was really helpful for me because I was kind of like around some people that are getting like Botox in their foreheads. I'm like, do I need that? Should I be doing that? And then I read this book and I was like, nah, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Nobody notices. It's fine.
0: <laughs> so Nobody cares. That is.
7: Nobody cares. Nobody nurses. So, yeah, that's, I guess, my feeling on aging. Uh, birthdays, I love everybody else's birthday. I'm here to celebrate you. I'm happy to celebrate
1: Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for the lake and the dog. Um, I and just Googled the book. It's The author is named Sheila Nevins. Cool. If anybody wants to read that book. Thank you, Heather. Enjoy the rest thank of your you, beautiful Thank you, Heather. Hike. Oh, have a good hi, Keather. I think that that's really interesting because, on the flip side of that, if someone were to come up to me, so I'm 35, everybody knows this. Kelly, I relate to what you were saying earlier of like, Feeling too young to really give life advice, but also feeling like too old to be too young to give life advice. (laughs) And Like I feel too old to opt out by saying I'm too young, but I feel too young to opt in by saying I'm like old enough. But if if someone were to come up to me and say like, oh, I thought you were like 26, I might be like a little bit offended by that. I don't want to come across as being 26. No shade to anyone who's 26 who's listening to this, but like I want to come across as being my age because I've earned this age. I actually, you know, people say, like, Oh, I always feel younger than I am. So the age doesn't really matter. I actually tend to feel older than I am. If I like compared to other people who are in their early to mid thirties, I relate more to people who are mostly in like their early to mid forties, like joy, for example, <laughs> like most of my friends are seven to 10 years older than me. My close friends, I think part of it probably has to do with the fact that I had kids a little bit earlier than a lot of my friends did. I mean, I had Miles when I was like 26, 27 or 27, 28. You know, I have two kids. I have a mortgage. I have a corporate job, like all these things where I think a lot of other folks who are in their early to mid thirties are either deciding that that's not the path for them or they're kind of more just getting into that phase of their life. And I've already been here for, you know, Miles is going to be eight next month, which is crazy. Like I think about that a lot when I'm trying to, you know, at work, like I'm also like kind of a petite person and being like a petite female when I'm physically in a space with these like big corporate men, I feel like I really want to. You know, I don't want to be perceived as being like this 25 year old. I don't know. You know, if if there was a 22 year old at work who told me like, oh, I thought you were 25, I would be like, oh, that is not what I'm going for. <laughs> I hope I'm not offending all the 20 year olds listening.
0: No, no, <laughs> you're not. Okay, can can I end on something that is very classic me?
1: You can do whatever you want, Dre. <laughs> so I. Uh- <laughs> what was that laugh? <laughs>
0: I was recently watching the Kardashians. Courtney and Travis, you know, got married. They, like, make out constantly. And everyone else comments about it. They're like, I'm not not kidding. They literally just make out constantly. So she says, I don't care what people say. I just live like nobody's watching. It just must suck that you don't live your life that way. There's a great, like, thought in my head to be like, yeah, live like nobody's watching. Would you make out with people, with someone in public? (laughs) I was like, literally, they're going to look at a house. They're like at some house and she's just like straddling him on a bench. (laughs) Is there a line? That's my question. Is there a (laughs) line?
1: I don't think I maybe ever. Maybe not have when you're a
0: Kardashian that. and and Travis Barker.
1: There, those people have no rules.
0: But I very much appreciate living your life as if nobody is watching. Just you know, maybe keep
1: it PG thirteen. Yeah, like there are definitely. I mean, live your life. I think like make your decisions and live your life as if other people's opinions don't matter. But also like there is a point where you know I don't want to see you scratching your butt. Like I don't want to see you <laughs> you know eating your boogers. Like if you do that stuff in private, by all means. But I don't want to have to look at it.
0: Fair. That's totally fair, but wear wear all the glitter that you want, wear the clothes that make you feel great, eat all the food that you find delicious. Well, thank you, everybody. This has been such a great way to start my birthday, and I can't wait to just spend the rest of the day doing whatever the heck I feel like doing. Probably going to walk some dogs, eat some good food hang out with my family. I think that's it. I think that's a wrap on 46. The start of 46. Here we go.
1: Thank you everyone for joining. You can find us on Instagram at joeyandclare underscore you can go to our website joeyandclare.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. If you are listening to this, On Thursday, I'm going to repost the link in our stories so you can send Joy a belated birthday treat. We have like this cute little app. It's called Buy Me a Coffee and you can, you know, send five bucks and it just is like a fun little way to, you know, send Joy five bucks so she can go buy herself like a croissant or something. I guess I would buy myself a croissant I'm projecting joy can go buy herself a green juice
0: i was actually thinking about that today i was like i think i want to go around denver and see if i could just find all the juice bars that was one thought and also go to sweet action because that's been a while since i've had one of the really good ice cream sandwiches it's like as big as my head so those are some things i've been thinking about
1: well hold that thought for next weekend after people send you exactly
0: so i can buy a lot of ice cream sandwiches
1: and thank you to tina and mira and kelly and jk and heather for joining us so much And we will post all the links to all of their things, particularly to JK and Kelly's podcast plural, in our show notes. So you you can find them if you just loved the sultry sounds of their voices and can't get enough of them. (laughs)
0: Sultry sounds (laughs) They do have great voices though. Yeah, JK
1: in particular has a pretty sultry voice. You have like a late night DJ mode that you You definitely do flip on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's just He's not gonna entertain (laughs) it. He's
5: not gonna entertain (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) Thank you.
3: I felt so much pressure to like have the voice when I chimed in. I know.
1: Head. He was like, oh, no. for you, it's just your voice. You yeah, All you have to say it. is thank you.
3: <laughs> thank you very much.
1: Anytime. Happy thank birthday. you guys so much. We will talk to you next week.
4: Bye everybody. Yay! Thank you. <laughs>